Hello, this is Lucretia, and it's time for another episode of the Calm and Confident You podcast. For a few episodes, I'm going to talk about the stages of change. If you know what stage you or someone else is in, you can know how to better approach the situation. For example, if you try to push change onto someone who isn't ready to take action, you increase frustration, feelings of being judged, increase resentment, and increase feelings of hopelessness and of self-reproach. The stages of change come from a very large research study conducted by Prochaska and Di Clemente. The resulting book is called Changing for Good. They studied people who had been successful in actually changing problem behaviors and maintaining that change. Problem behaviors could be anything from drug use, eating disorders, self-harm, gambling, avoidance, anything repeated which is detrimental or self-destructive. The stages they identified include pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance, and relapse. Today, I will talk with you about pre-contemplation. In this stage, the person does not even see that they have a problem and does not have the intention or any thought of making a change. Others around them may see it and push the person to get help. The person, however, sees no reason to change and does not want to change. In the area of addiction, it is common to see people in pre-contemplation. Here, the term denial comes into play. The person sees their use of a substance as within normal, socially accepted behavior. The person likes using and sees only pros to the use. There are no cons. Other people's protests are dismissed. Typical statements include, This is who I am. If if others don't like it, they have a problem. Also, the person tends to minimize and normalize the situation. All people go through this. It's no big deal. In relation to cigarette smoking, I was once told by a smoker, they can manipulate statistics to say anything they want. This person was dismissing the research that cigarette smoking is harmful to your health. The person went on to give me examples of people they knew who smoked and lived to a very old age. Pre-contemplation protects the person from painful feelings such as shame or feeling weak or hopeless or not wanting to feel the pain of giving up the problem behavior. The problem behavior has some benefit, something which makes them feel better or feel good. Therefore, the person likes the status quo. They want to keep things as they are. In the area of substance use, often people use it because they believe it helps manage anxiety or helps with sleep. In the old Western movies, the cowboy would take a shot of whiskey to give him courage to take on a difficult foe. And of course, there's the social aspect of having friends who engage in the same behavior. Sometimes it numbs the person or keeps them separate from reliving the pain of some trauma. 
The discomfort of negative consequences from the problem behavior needs to start to outweigh the perceived benefits to move a person past pre-contemplation. It can take a long time for the negatives to get through to the person. In dysfunctional, harmful relationships, for example, people may see the poor dynamics as being within the range of normal for couples, especially if they were raised in an abusive family situation. Some people remain stuck in pre-contemplation even as their lives are terribly affected. Jobs may be lost, relationships ended, health may fail, and the person refuses to see that anything is wrong. What needs to happen during this stage to move a person toward change is to raise their consciousness or their understanding. Do not expect a person in this stage to make decisions or to take action. To summarize, pre-contemplation is the state of not recognizing there is any problem. It involves the concept of denial. The person is comfortable with the status quo. Seeing others who are similar to them having more quality in their lives may help the person start to contemplate something more for themselves. This week, do an assessment of your quality of life. Is it really as good as you want it to be? What are your friends or family members that seem to have it better than you doing? What are your friends or family members telling you you should do or they wish you would do? List good things that others have that cause you to feel envious. List things you want but you do not currently have. And we are not only talking about boats or private jets. What about relationships or the way you spend your time or the amount of energy or enjoyment available to you? That is all. Just start being aware of what you want. If you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite streaming service and check out my website at www.ldonreed.com and that is L-D-O-N-R-E-E-D.com for more info about my services and offerings. And until next time, be well.